0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from Beginning to End. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 30, chapter 2, part 7, pages 66 through 68. As the newlyweds ran out of wine at the wedding feast at Cana in Galilee, she asked her beloved son to help addressing him in just a few words instead of many, like other people usually do. She could have said, You know, my son, they ran out of wine at this wedding feast. When the guests realize this, they will be offended, and the newlyweds will feel ashamed. Please consider what can be done. I leave this matter to you, and I trust that you will hear my plea and satisfy the need of the newlyweds." But due to her prudence, the Blessed Virgin Mary stated her request briefly, saying only, They have no wine. As from John chapter 2, verse 3. Indeed, she could not be more concise to demonstrate her temperance in words. To her temperance in words, Mary added her prudent waiting for the opportune time and a worthy and important cause to speak. Although she already was full of wisdom and grace and understood the mysteries of God better than all the prophets and saints, yet from the moment of becoming the mother of the Son of God and throughout the next 33 years, or the time when Christ was visible in a human form, due to true humility and prudence, she kept these mysteries in her heart until the time when they were proclaimed to the whole world which happened after the resurrection of Christ and the descent of the Holy Spirit. Only then did Mary break her silence and revealed the mysteries which she understood better than anyone else to the apostles, the followers of Christ, and to other believers for the good of Holy Church. St. Rupert guessed at this when he wrote, For as long as the Son of Man stayed on earth Mary kept silent, remaining quiet like a closed garden. After the Son of Man was crowned with glory and praise, was risen and ascended into heaven where he sits at the right hand of the Father, the time had come for the Virgin Mary to reveal all the things to the holy apostles which they could not have understood before." What can be said about the beautiful hymn Magnificat, My soul glorifies the Lord, with which Mary glorified God and his mercy, as well as taught us to praise the Creator with all our heart and eagerly dedicate ourselves to him. Although she was perfect in this and other virtues from the beginning, Mary proclaimed the glory of God in such a manner as to worship him with her very word, and to encourage others to do the same. As St. Bonaventure claims that to constantly practice this skill, Mary always responded to all greetings with, God be praised. That is why, being greeted by others, the devout people in present days still respond with, God be praised. That's from chapter 3 of his In the Life of Christ. Now here, there's another typographical error in which this last paragraph on page 67 is repeated on page 68. In this section, Venerable Casimir writes and remarks on the Wedding Feast of Cana when Mary asked Jesus to intervene with just a few words. This shows the virtue of temperance. She controlled her emotions and she didn't try to impose her will on Jesus. She waited on the Lord instead of calling attention to herself with all of the wisdom that she kept in her heart. After the Resurrection, she no doubt shared more with the Apostles as they prayed in the upper room, uh, as she talked about the infancy narratives with St. Luke and St. Matthew, and uh, when she was with uh, St. John, in probably in Ephesus. John the Evangelist. Uh, No doubt uh, he learned things from Mary for the Gospel of John and for the uh, book of the uh, Revelations. Venerable Casimir reflects on the hymn of the Magnificat, how Mary lived that hymn. St. Bonaventure stated that Mary responded to all who greeted her with the words, God be praised. That's a reflection of the Magnificat. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit finds joy in God, my Savior. This greeting continues to today. There are different languages. People will, uh, will say, Praise be the Lord Jesus Christ, now and forever. Mary wishes to praise God with her every breath and her every action. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vishinsky prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Kazmir, and grant us the zeal, to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession, and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazimir Vyshynski, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, 2 Prospect Hill Road Stockbridge, Massachusetts 01262 Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking And God bless you.